from the block from the block from the block what did you dream of last night cause I keep dreaming of the same thing every night Welcome to From the Block podcast. Today joining me is a Moscow-born and Czech Republic-raised artist based in London. Her career started with an appearance on TV talent show Superstar held in Prague. From that moment, she actively pursued her career in music, released an album and played concerts in many European countries. Her sound is a unique blend of cultures, influences and electronic music. Aiko, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for the lovely introduction. <laughs> How are you doing? I am good. What about you? I'm doing very well, very well. Mm, um, yeah. Let's start from the beginning. Maybe yes. not not, um, not the exact beginning. <laughs> from, from the, uh, maybe not from the exact beginning. Yes, yes exactly. But maybe when uh, when you moved to to London, like when oh, yeah. did that happen? And um, so yeah. that happened when I was nineteen. I just mm-hmm. finished high school, and I was like, "Hmm, time to start university." And I decided to go to London. Mm-hmm. So I moved at nineteen. Wow. Any particular reason why did you choose London? I at the time I was like. Music is going to be my thing, and I was quite sure about it, and I felt that it would be either London or Berlin. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like Berlin, so mm-hmm. London it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And um, uh, so, uh, what, was about, what was wrong with Berlin? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Berlin. I just feel like the architecture is a bit depressing for me, personally. Oh, God, yeah. And every time I go to Berlin... Something bad happens to me. I think the city just doesn't like me for some reason. Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> so you chose London. Yep. And um, well, was London welcoming for you? London was welcoming. And I remember I went to London for the first time when I was like 13. Uh-huh. And I didn't really get the whole architecture, the blend of the new and the old together. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I just moved, I absolutely like fell in love with it. Right, so right. London right. was very welcoming. <laughs> All right. And aside from architecture, you've mentioned like that it was um, like a more career driven decision. Definitely. Uh, yeah. The choice of uni, etc. So what 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 was about in London that um made you pick this city as opposed to the other to, you know, study music mm. and and you know, launch your career as an artist? Yeah, I think th- thing about me at that time was that I I was from a small city it's mm-hmm. just like two hours away from Prague and I always wanted to live in a big city that was one of my dreams at the time um, so that's why I wanted to move to the main city I was I was pretty sure that if I moved it was going to be a big city mm, right right well uh, and London is definitely one of it's the quite, biggest ones it's quite a big one yeah <laughs> it's, it's yeah yeah quite enough people yeah here. <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. um, Okay, so how was the uh, your first sort of, um, how did you find yourself in the first year of living here? Because you've mentioned like you grew up in a smaller city. Yeah. Um, on the top of that, there are certain obviously differences between, uh, you know, living in Eastern Europe mm. and living in, in <laughs> the West. Uh, so like how, how did you find it? Was there anything that surprised you or you kind of knew what to expect? 
On one side, I didn't know what to expect because I travel quite a lot and have traveled my entire life. On the other side, I feel like moving <laughs> to a really big city alone is quite a big step. Mm-hmm. So I was a bit scared and I did feel a bit lonely at first, but mm-hmm. I did did quite quickly find a friend group, which was the benefit of going to university and sort mm-hmm. of being surrounded with people. People are helping you. It's, it's very nice. Um, what did surprise me, I did expect it, but it still surprised me, is the, it's the constant commuting. You're just oh, commuting gosh. all the time. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Funny enough, uh, like my, my personal, personal experience of like you mm-hmm. know, living abroad, living in London and yeah, yeah. Uh, growing up also in a small town in, in, in Poland um, is that more, I, I've noticed more differences uh-huh. between living in a small city and a, and a big city. Yeah. Sorry, small town and a yeah, big of course, city. Yeah. Uh, then living in different countries if that really okay yeah yeah. sometimes there is something similar about all big cities obviously they have a different Mm, character but the lifestyle is Mm. like whether you move to i don't know new york or sydney it's like the it's more like a metropolitan sort of uh, lifestyle where you are surrounded by multicultural sort of um, you know, communities and equally life is quite hectic. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's um, uh, you know, uh, is the commuting, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but also opportunities. Sure. Um, is the, the small towns, they, they always have like a few things in common, such as, you know, um, people are a little bit more conservative, mm-hmm. uh, but equally the life is more, it's calmer, you know, you've yeah, got more, yeah. I don't know, nature, more time mm-hmm. to stop and to have a chat with. with yeah, people. to with people. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I th- that, that's, that's personally how I sort of mm-hmm. perceive it. But um, uh, yeah, definitely as a, as a migrant, it, mm-hmm. I find it easier to live in a, in a, in a big city. In a big city. Because then you can blend in. That's true. Yeah. I mean, on the other side, for me personally, as is my like, character trait, I've always been very um, <laughs> constantly doing something, constantly mm-hmm. not really stopping. So it didn't really matter to me if I lived in a small city or in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so let's, uh, let's chat about your music. So yeah. uh, um, I, w- I would be interested to hear, like, you know, because you were in Czech Republic, right? Mm-hmm. You were very young when you participated in the TV show. That yeah. obviously puts a lot of spotlight on you. And usually at the back of doing something like that, it's much easier to then build up on it. And, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, musically it creates, you know, certain opportunities that they, they mm-hmm. can kickstart, you know, your career. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, uh, basically, you you move to a place that is much bigger, much more mm-hmm. competitive. Uh, so, how how was that for you? Um, did you uh, did did you think of coming back to Czech Republic, or mm. uh, it was you, you thought, well, if I want to grow musically, I better move to London. I mean, the whole superstar thing happened when I was 15, so mm-hmm. not really. I I was I knew that I wanted to move to London consciously for the career because I did realize that London has a lot more opp- opportunities mm-hmm. um, than the Czech Republic. It's um, I unfortunately didn't really build on the whole superstar thing. I was very young and I didn't really 
mm. know what to do. And I didn't, I feel like it's quite a common misconception that um, people think that a lot of opportunities are going to flow in, which isn't really always the case, and, mm -hmm. or at least wasn't in mine mm -hmm. and in many people that I know around me that participated as well. You really have to be trying and working after rather than during the show. Right, and right, right. I didn't know that at the time. I just started making music and I was I was just trying, I was just dipping my feet and my toes yeah, yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> and the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I was 15, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're a teenager, come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. so at the time I just started, so I didn't really build on that, unfortunately. But it was a good lesson. So after yeah. that, it was good for me to move to London and know that if... You want to build something, you have to build momentum and constantly be right, releasing fantastic. and active and do something. So that was a good lesson, especially in a very fast-paced city like London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes total, total sense. And, you know, it's interesting what you, what you said about a uh, talent show. It's actually that I, you know, not being a musician myself, uh, mm. but I, I still have heard stories yeah, yeah. about um, uh, people who went on the show and yeah. and even here in, in, in the UK, like uh, things like The Voice and yeah, you know, yeah. uh, big, big, massive shows. Um, but yeah, the it, it looks very glamorous, mm -hmm. you know, for when, when, when the show is happening and, you know, people go on like primetime TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it ends very quickly, even for those who win the show. I know, oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like especially since... People like you on the show, but they don't really care about your music in particular, especially right. when it's like The Voice or Superstar, where you do covers or just known songs. Yeah. When you start releasing your own music, if it's not what the people expect you to do, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, nobody really cares. Yeah, it's you know, it, it, it makes sense what, what you've just said, because look... Mm -hmm. um, like on the the voice on any talent show, the people sing generally covers, yep. uh, some covers. Yep. So it's not that they they are yes showcasing like their capability to perform mm. to that they show their beautiful voice to the yeah, audience. Yeah. That's great, and also personality. Yes, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they don't really promote their music. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, because yeah. quite funnily, I feel like Eurovision. Is the one contest that is good in the in the sense that they are playing, mm -hmm. the artists are playing their own music. But on the other side, even from the last winners, I have not heard much of them. Yeah. I feel like the only people that have really popped are Monaskin. Yes, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, the Italian <laughs> band. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's an interesting one. And then you have I don't know a random YouTuber becoming a global star, <laughs> like a viral TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. TikTok is another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very very popular. Uh, yeah, it's it's you know definitely uh, there is there is something certainly changing in the music industry constantly. It is it's constantly um, evolving. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. <laughs> so so how how are you navigate this ever changing landscape? Oh goodness, I try. <laughs> <laughs> doing very well uh, thank doing very you. well i started i always do this one thing where i find people that are for example a level or two higher than me and i sort of look at what they did and what brought them success mm -hmm. and i try to sort of do a similar thing not in the sense that i'm copying them but i for example i try to find a team around me and i try to i realized that building a brand that sort of an artist is a brand at the same time. It's very mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Uh, so that you're recognizable, so that people, you just click with something. When yeah. you say, for example, I don't know, I have blue hair for 
yeah. 10 years at this point. And I've had a few people chase me down the street and be like, I saw your blue hair and I knew that it's you. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. sort of thing, building that. Yes. You definitely have a very, very strong brand visually. <laughs> Thank you. And t- tell me, tell me That's more. That's a good feedback for me. <laughs> Thank no, you. It's, it's, it's amazing. I can, I can see, uh, I can see the, the, you know, the thoughts, uh, like, uh, like how much work and thought yeah. and and um, uh, creativity you put into building your image as ICO, um, yeah. <laughs> and um, the so where are your inspirations coming from? Because like hmm. you've you've got like a few things. So um, I, I personally, if I can, uh, uh, which I find particularly strong, which is obviously yes. your looks, Thank so you. your styling. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> your music videos. Oh, thank you, yeah. I'm uh, trying. Really, like, yeah, there is something about them that each of them tells, like, a, the, 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 there is something, obviously, that they all have in common, so mm. there is a certain style to them, but obviously the every... Every song is different, and yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah it's uh, y- your music video are something else. Thank uh, you. So, so yeah, I would I would love to hear uh, more about the inspo, and obviously the mm. the third thing is the music itself. Uh, mm. That um, uh, yeah, it's it's a very unique sound, and I, it's not like uh, a, I hear many artists that. Um, uh, build such complex songs that are not not like um, following a certain standard that is say popular on the charts mm, and literally yeah, fits yeah. the boxes of all the tunes that are trendy now. Thank you, yeah. And let things happen. She makes me dance She makes me wonder I'm very glad that you're saying it, that they all have something in common, but they're a bit different. Mm-hmm. Because it's always the way that I I, I make the song. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, during the creativity process of the song, I already come up with some visual ideas. Mm-hmm. I put them together and then I give them to a person that we make music videos with. Mm-hmm. We do make the music videos with one crew mostly but sometimes we go on like i i film with different people sometimes um but still there is always me who starts the thought and then i give it to another person because i still think that collaborating and creating with other people is very important and it brings Mm -hmm. so much uh so there's people i take i bring as many people as possible in as in like styling and makeup and whatnot so that's that's one thing um when it comes to inspirations i i'm just thinking who who really visually inspires me because i i have to admit that i don't really watch music videos myself i like to make them interesting. <laughs> but i don't really watch them interesting um, i do i can't even say what visually inspires me there is sort of like an inner feeling that i have when i I, I have sort of like an image in my head that I want to reproduce and a feeling that mm-hmm. I want to reproduce with the with the visual, but I mm-hmm. don't really I have I don't think I have <clears throat> like a specific person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that would inspire me. Uh, but when it comes to music, it's again it's just conveying some sort of a feeling and emotion mm-hmm. with the song. 
So, for example, for me right now, what I'm going through is sort of like an empowerment phase. And mm -hmm. because I started playing with a band, um, lovely, it's mm -hmm. very high energy. The new music is quite like for jumping on stage and dancing. Amazing. Um, I found a few producers that I really like working with, like, mm -hmm. for example, Stephen Ansel, uh, or in the Czech Republic, it's Filip Vulcek. Oh. <laughs> with the accent. Uh, <laughs> with the accent, yeah. Um, so it's always working with them. We we feel each other very well. It's like a good energy and we just start creating. Mm, amazing. And do you use any sort of like inspirations from like your Eastern European background in uh, whatever you do? I've noticed, for example, in some music videos, Ooh, obviously, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, the, yeah, uh, I can see that they are uh, shot in, in uh, abroad in Eastern Europe, Czech yes, Republic. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, is it something that um, is like a quite important element in your inspiration or just it's like a more something a flavor that you like adding to your work i think it's both because i really appreciate i film most of my videos in the czech republic mm -hmm. and i really appreciate the architecture especially like the gothic sort of yeah. very moody dark styles let's say yeah prague is amazing yeah I love that. yeah, 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 I love yeah. That. so in that sense i absolutely love it and i also i love the like folklore hints like you're saying flavors of mm -hmm. you know the typical it's also in poland and it's ukrainian the singing that is very yeah it's very specific you know what i'm talking about yeah, and yeah, i think yeah, the yeah, listeners yeah. know as well yeah i absolutely love that and i started using it as sort of like a transition from one song into another in gigs Amazing. i just love it i'm i'm Every time I use it, or if I hear it from another artist, it just makes me so happy inside. Oh, amazing, amazing! Wow. And um, so, how do you how do you find uh, like we, we were talking about the going through a period of empowerment, mm -hmm. uh, and we also spoke about yourself working on building a strong brand as an as an artist. How do you feel about your your heritage? Does it make you feel mm. are you heritage proud being an Eastern European or it's something that, you know, it's it's there and 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 you know, it's part of your identity and you just, you know, either mm. accept it or it's basically it's mm. neutral, you just don't have strong feelings about it. Interestingly, I don't I'm not I'm never sure about heritage because I lean on it, it inspires me, but at the same time coming from Russia and the Czech Republic, I've, I've always had like sort of a weird blend because I do understand that I'm not fully Russian in the mm -hmm. sense of I don't really know the jokes, the culture, because I've, I've, I grew up with my parents in the Czech Republic, yeah. but I'm also not really Czech because I don't really know their, you know, as a child, you often watch like fairy tales or there are some songs. Yeah. I have, I've never seen them because my parents are Russian. So they don't, they didn't know that. Yeah. I've watched Russian cartoons, but I, I grew up in the Czech Republic. Right. right so it's a bit of a mix. So I never really know where I belong in that sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, probably that also helps you to build your own identity. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can sort of, you know, uh, relate to that in a sense that uh, I'm, I'm Polish. I grew up mm. in Poland, but, but I was also very young. Like I was 18 when I moved to Italy. Okay. I spent there a long time, which is a completely different culture. Do you speak Italian? I do, yes. Ah, nice. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, um, and yeah, I spent there years and years before moving to the UK. And, um, and my first sort of 
feeling when I moved here. I was a little bit uncertain about like, yeah, I was saying, I'm mm. like, where are you from? Like this a simple oh, question. I know. Yeah, yeah. And then you kind of like, um, and it takes you a minute to reply. Yes. <laughs> Which answer do you want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's yeah. like, oh, it depends. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I was usually ending up with, with, with an answer. Yeah, I'm Polish. Uh, now I feel s- even stronger about my Polish heritage. Yep. Because you, you kind of... Yeah, yeah I kind of... Uh, especially like, you know, when I, when I grow older, I just think like, well... The, it's my upbringing, mm-hmm. it's obviously my parents and the memories that I have from my childhood. Uh, but equally, yeah, it's, it doesn't mean that when, if you're born mm. somewhere or grew up somewhere, doesn't mean that, you're that, that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it does have a lot of impact on mm-hmm. who we are, but it's not like something that will define you forever. Yeah, of course. Uh, the, the, you know, the beauty of, of, of life in general is that mm-hmm. we can actually, you know, take change yeah we can change we can take ownership of our own identity and become Mm -hmm. who who, yeah yeah, absolutely so so yeah Uh, do do you have any funny stories (laughs) from when you moved to 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 london like any cultural clashes (laughs) (laughs) there are two things one thing is a language thing like like a language barrier because when i moved I, i was just it took me a while to adjust to the whole accent thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the first time that I've met someone who was from, he was from Manchester, but even like higher up. Yeah. So he had like a very specific, it was like, he's my friend now, but it's okay. <laughs> but um, I remember we went out for uh, like a pint or something and we were yeah. sitting next to each other and we were just chatting about bands and artists and who we like. And um, he just asked me like a nice question. So like, which bands do you like? And I was like, well, I, uh, oh, sorry. No, it was the other way around. I asked him. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, Arctic Monkeys. Oh. I was like, who? Arctic Monkeys. I'm like, I don't know them. <laughs> so he asked me, so who do you like? And I was like, Arctic Monkeys. I was like, I just said it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, gosh. So that, yeah. that, yeah, that is forever embedded in my brain. Isn't like, I do not understand accents. <laughs> I do now, but at that time I was very confused. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Do yeah. you have any like this? Um, I mean, with understanding accents. Yeah. I, I, once I remember sitting on a train and hearing like some kind of football fans from Liverpool and I thought they were from abroad. <laughs> Oh God. And I, it took me like a few good minutes to clock that they were actually speaking English. But oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, so I didn't have that at the beginning. I just oh, yeah, couldn't yeah. understand people from Liverpool. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Liverpool but, people listening, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, yeah, like language things, it was more more about my name, like how people were pronouncing oh, yeah. it in a funny way. So um uh, my last name is Ga- is Gantash, and <laughs> oh, uh, and everyone is like struggling with it, uh, and I've. I've heard all sorts of like my last name pronunciation. Okay. But I think the funniest one was like um, I, I I lived in Brixton for like three years, okay. and there was this local pharmacy, and I had to collect like whatever some some kind of prescription. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I came to the yeah to tell whatever yeah, and. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, and they and they collected my my prescription, which whatever was prepaid or something like that, or I paid for it earlier. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I was leaving the pharmacy with with my medication, and then suddenly I hear the pharmacist shouting at me, "Miss Gangsta, did you pay <laughs> oh for God. the prescription?" Oh my god! Oh 
yeah uh, so uh, after that I was just sometimes I make like a joke like when people were like and what is your last name I just say well what should they say Miss Gangster pew pew <laughs> yeah yeah so I mean yeah it kind of looks like Gansash Gangster <laughs> oh my god that's funny but yeah yeah uh, so definitely like yeah Eastern European last names they can be a tongue twister yeah uh, and, and I think like mine is not that bad it's not that it's, bad though but I think we, we look at it from like a Polish Czech perspective and like it's fine we've seen these surnames a thousand times yeah yeah exactly and I'm like oh yeah, yeah that, so that, that was like a little uh, little embarrassing moment or like another one when I was opening my first bank account here oh. uh, they misspelled my first name they had my first name yeah 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 they just like yeah the swapped letters whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um uh, it it was yeah uh, it's always something about the name (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um but okay so um uh what are your plans? What is coming next? Oh, yes, absolutely. So next thing is probably single. That's mm-hmm. coming out in June. Uh-huh. So that's that's that. Uh, before the festival season kicks in. And we have quite some nice festivals that we mm-hmm. perform at. Um, most of them are actually Czech and Slovak, since we're talking about it. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Do you have a big fan base there? Yes, yes, quite a lot of listeners are from there. So it's my first time playing in Slovakia, which I'm pretty excited about. Oh, wow. Whereabouts in Slovakia? Uh, at a grape festival. Grape festival, wow. We have two big festivals. It's grape and pohoda. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of them. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So that's that. And then hopefully a few gigs in London and Brighton as well. Nice. And then uh, an album release that is coming at the Ooh. end of the year. <laughs> Ooh, really, really yeah. exciting, really exciting. So uh, now, yeah, where where people can find you to have the updates mm, on on absolutely. upcoming gigs? Uh, so I'm pretty much on every social media possible, oh, which yeah. means Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything. And amazing, amazing. At Ico makes music. Ico makes music. Yes. All right, all right. Thank you so much, Ico. Uh, Thank you for, for having me, for coming and sharing, you know, uh, <laughs> wonderful stories. And I look forward nice to, nice. you know, seeing you perform soon. And yes, we'll I will check out your socials and and yeah, looking forward to hearing your new album. Exciting! Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you, Aiko. Thank you. All the best. It's never